This is Sunday morning worship service here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Witness Church, July the 27th, 2020, with our very own Pastor, Reverend Jerry Barbie. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. It's good to, yeah, get the Lord a clap offering this morning. It's good to be in the house of the Lord again today. We're so thankful for everything the Lord has done and everything he's doing and how God's blessing and uh, we just uh, just so blessed. Uh, Seems like America's in a mess, but we're blessed. Amen. And we just appreciate the goodness of God. We just keep praying <clears throat> for God's perfect will to be done. I got a couple of thank you uh, cards here, notes here I want to uh, read uh, that people are, have, have sent to us and everything. He says, with, with special thanks to all of, 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 to all of you, to know you is to know people who are kind, considerate, and thoughtful. To know you is to be grateful for the special things you do. To everything you've done for being that spe the special people that you are. Thank you so very much. Thank you for the delicious fruit basket and all your prayers during my recent illness. Please continue to pray for me for complete healing. May God bless you all, little William Caps. So this morning we pronounce complete healing on Brother Caps in Jesus' name. Have another one here says to thank each one of you. Knowing people nice as you gives life a brighter touch. And so to each and all of you, thank you very, very, thanks very, very much. Thank you all for your phone calls, texts, visits, fruit basket and your prayers. Love to all my church family. Danny Pippen. And we pronounce healing on Danny Pippen this morning. Matter of fact, there he sits. God bless you, my friends. Good to see you. Yeah. He's had knee surgery. And he's recuperating. Won't be long. He'll be out there running around the church. In Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> but we're so thankful this morning. Let me go ahead and start by announcing uh, announcing a short meeting after service today to discuss uh, the virtual learning at the church. All mothers, uh, fathers of, of uh, children that might attend would like to meet with you immediately after church, after service today. Tonight, 6 o'clock, <clears throat> I talked with Joy yesterday, and he begged me to give him another night off, so we're going to give him a night off tonight. I'm sorry, he didn't beg me to give him a night off. I talked to him, and I just told him we want to just give him another night off. It's just okay. He said that would be fine, so uh, we're going to give him another night off tonight. Monday night, 7 o'clock, women's ministry in Fellowship Hall. Tuesday morning, 10 o'clock, prayer meeting, prayer service. So let's see if we can be, I'm going to try my best to be here. This one, this, this coming Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock. So let's remember this. Uh, I believe we need, we need, people need to be praying everywhere. My wife on the way to church this morning, there was a minister on the radio and he was talking about uh, getting into the presence of God. And she asked me, she said, how do you get in the presence of God? I said, I'm in his presence now. I'm never without the presence of God. She said, but how do you get into the throne room? I said, well, number one is you pray. And then you praise and you worship. Or you worship and you praise. That's how you get into the throne room. I said, you get in through the throne room by the door. You knock on the door. He opens the door. And the door is who? Jesus. The only way to get to the Father is through Jesus. So prayer is one of the greatest things that we can do. Tuesday night, 7 o'clock, men's ministry and fellowship hall. Wednesday night, Bible study with Brother um, Mac Perry. Let us all stand this morning as we go to the Lord in prayer. God bless you today. How many is enjoying this heat? <laughs> they told me this morning it's going to be 102 degrees tomorrow. So that's good, 102. I like that burn. I do 32, but regardless. So let's be much in prayer for those folks that's working outside and all this kind of stuff. Let's pray for America. Let's pray that God's going to bless. Let's pray for our government. That God's going to unite the government and uh, all, all of that. Also, let's pray for uh, Sister Ida Mazingo. Brother Bill Thornton called me a little earlier this morning. Uh, she's been in the emergency room, I understand. Um, 
night. I think that's what he told me. And uh, she's got a growth on the side of her neck. She's got a lot of infection in it. Uh, and they can't do surgery here. So he told me when he called me that she's on the way to Rex Hospital this morning. Uh, they take her over there so they can do surgery. It's pressing against the vocal cords, whatever's going on with her. So let's pray that God's going to intervene and touch and bless her and work a miracle for her. Also, my sister, she was with me in church, or with us in church uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, she was in a car accident this past Friday night. Uh, she ran off, ran out of lanes or something or other, and uh, she'd run into all kinds of stuff, trees and different things, the embankment, and um, she's okay. She's blessed to be alive. Um, but they did have to cut her out of the car from the top. They had to cut her out of the car from the top. So, uh, And then when she was uh, getting out or something or other, she fell on that bad shoulder. Uh, so let's remember her in prayer this morning. If you would, that God would touch her and bless her and uh, intervene with her. Amen. All right. Any other prayer requests uh, that I've forgotten? Anybody? Very quick. Sister Linda Matthews has broke her foot. I told her about kicking Brother Curtis. She's broke her foot. Let's pray for her. Somebody else? Sister Carolyn Nation has a friend in his prayer today. Let's remember this. Let's also remember her and Brother Jack. God's going to continue to touch and bless them also. Anybody else? <clears throat> Also, let's pray for a short family out of Wilson. I just found out. Um, I saw him at Parker's uh, been a few weeks ago, and I was looking at the obituaries, and uh, he passed away last month, uh, about mid-month. And uh, let's remember that family. He used to be our neighbors across the street, and uh, I got to know him real well. He used to own a convenience store there, and I did the ice cream and stuff with him. So uh, let's remember uh, uh, the Sharp family this morning, if we would, that God would just bless them and help them in this time of grief and this time of need. Anyone else? All unspoken with a lift of hands this morning. Praise the Lord. Let's go to the throne room in Jesus' name. Father, God, we're so thankful this morning for this opportunity we have to come before the throne of God. Father, we just approach the throne, Lord, as humble as we know how. Master, as it was asked this morning, how do we get into the presence of God? And Father, right now, I sense your very presence with us today, God. Father, all we have to do is just call on the precious name of Jesus because he is the door, Father, that gets to you. So, Master, this morning, on behalf of every prayer request, Lord, uh, God, that's been spoken out this morning, that's been, that's been thought of this morning, God, that you would just intervene, Master, and have your divine way. God, we're so thankful, Lord, for who you are. Thank you, Lord, for loving us, Lord. Father, thank you for your mercy, Lord, and your kindness and your love, Lord, and your grace. Uh, because of the grace of God, we are where we are today, God. Father, I just ask you to have your divine way. Bless this service this morning. Lord, help us to be obedient in all things we do for the glory of God. Father, we pray for the United States of America. Father, we need America needs prayer, God. Father, America needs you more than anything else, Lord. Uh, Father, people are looking for answers, Lord, and the only answer to everything that's going on, even the coronavirus. Lord, the only answer there is is Jesus himself. He's the only one. God that can take care of everything that's going on around our country and around the world today. Father, he's the only one that can unite people together, Lord. And Father, help people to realize, uh, Master, that all lives matter, Lord. And I just pray, God, you just intervene and have your divine way. God, as you will help us all, Lord, to be obedient this morning. Use us for your divine glory. And Father, those that are listening by the way of internet this morning, we're so thankful for those, uh, Father, that are tuning in. We're so thankful for those, that, Father, that are actual members of the church here, Lord, that are so faithful, Lord. And Father, tuning in and watching us, Lord, by, the, by live streaming, God. And Father, in other words, Lord, even though they're not here, they're with us, Lord, every time. And God, we thank you for that. We just praise you, Father, for all you've done and all you're going to do, Lord. Father, we thank you again for this beautiful day, for this is the day you have made. We're going to rejoice and be glad in it, Lord. And Father, we're thankful this morning to be in the house of God, such as we are. But Master, we're looking for that time, that day, Father, when it's going to bring it back to God that we can all be together again in the house of God, worshiping and praising you and glorifying our Lord. God, we thank you this morning. We pray blessings upon everything that's done today. Bless our singers, Lord. Bless everything that's done. And we'll give you the praise and the glory. Father, in Jesus' name, we humbly pray. And everybody says, Amen. Amen. Let's remember Brother Thomas this morning. He's not feeling oh, yeah. well. But uh, we've got Brother Thomas on the, on the um, up here in, in uh, Joey. It's got a little button, and he he's, it says Thomas on it. 
No, but uh, let's remember t Brother Thomas. We miss him when he's not here. But uh, how many wants that holy water this morning? Amen. Amen. Let's sing holy water. Use your grace. 
Praise the Lord. How many is glad you got the victory this morning? Uh, how many has got the victory? Totally got the victory this morning. Amen. I'm so thankful this morning I got the victory. I, I heard an old, old story. How many know the story is still true today? How many know that that story is still standing where it's always stood? It'll never change. Amen. I want Joy to key that thing up one more time. I want you to sing it. I just want you to let the Lord know, thank him for the victory you have. Because somebody told you the story of Jesus Christ. Amen. Where it was mama, where it was grandma, where it was a neighbor, where it was a friend, or somebody just passing by one day. Do you know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? Amen. And you answered the question, no, I don't. But when they got through with you, yes, I do now. How many is glad you know Jesus this morning? Amen. Let's worship the Lord one more time. Victory in Jesus. Sing it like you mean it. Everybody sing loud enough so Jesus can hear you. Amen. so desire. Amen. The song said he sought me and he bought me. Aren't you glad you bought? The Bible says we're not even our own. He paid the price. And he paid the dear price that you and I this morning could be where we are today. Saved, sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost on our way to glory. Amen. In this world that's messed up, we have Jesus. Amen. 
Everything going chaos around you this morning, you can have the joy of the Lord. Don't it feel good to wake up every morning and know that even though everything around you is all to pieces, you have peace in your soul and you know that Jesus is Lord and he's going to look after you all day long. Amen? He's going to be with you through the thick and the thin. Somebody shout praise the Lord. The story has not changed. Amen? The message this morning, the old time religion has stood the test of time. Amen? The old time religion has stood the test of time. I need to change that though because you know, you can have religion, you get religion in anything, but it's not religion that we're talking about this morning. We're talking about that experience with Jesus Christ. Amen. Let me put it this way. The old time word, the word has not has stood the test of time. This year is going to stand when everything else is gone. Amen. The Bible is going to be the last. The word of God is going to be what stands in Jesus' name. So the old time religion stood the test of time. Jude chapter 1 verse 3. The Bible says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation. Listen, listen now. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful, he said, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Now what Jew said here is, he said it, it was needful for me to write unto you and to exhort you that ye should earnestly contend. When Jude said contend, what Jude is saying is uh, that you need to fight with everything that's within you is what he said. You need to fight for everything that's within you for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Amen. Can I tell you something this morning? Uh, the day and hour that we're living in right now, the Christians uh, have to do what Jude has, 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 has said for us to do this morning uh, as he's given, written unto us. Uh, he said it was needful. Let me tell you something. It's needful today uh, that you and I fight earnestly, fight for everything we got to, to keep the gospel flowing, to keep Jesus Christ on top of it all, to keep the glory of God in the, in the midst of what's going on right now. It's because of the saints of God this morning that's praying that America, she's in, she's in a mess already right now, I can tell you that. But if it won't for the saints of God like you and folks around the world that were seeking the face of God and praying for the peace of God, can I tell you something this morning? It will be a whole lot worse than what it is today amen so he said he said that we contend for the faith the living bible put it this way dearly beloved dearly loved friends i had been planning to write you some thoughts about the salvation god has given us but now i find i must write of something else instead he said urging the living bible says urging you to stoutly defend the truth which god gave once for all to his people to keep without change through the years jude said that it won't change it'll never change but you and i got to do everything we can to make sure that it does not change in this hour we're living in amen Jesus said in Matthew chapter 16 verse 18 uh, uh, and, and it says upon this rock uh, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The word prevail means uh, to conquer. The devil cannot conquer or defeat the church. Uh, the church is always uh, going to be in victory this morning. Church will never go down. It's going up. I don't understand how people get all upset sometimes. When people get mad and upset, the first thing they do is walk away from church. Amen? What they need to do is walk into the church. Seek, seek help from the church. How many know, how many know that there's, there's security in the church? There's help in the church. So he said the gates of hell. I don't care what kind of sin this world uh, that brings up. Uh, and there's no, the sin is always sin and it never changes. Uh, it's always the same. Uh, the devil don't have no new tactics this morning. But I don't care how much sin arises uh, in the world that you're not living in this morning. Uh, the church, uh, it will never prevail against the church. Uh, the church is always uh, going to prevail. Uh, and it means it's going to conquer everything the devil brings the church's way. There's going to be a remnant of people that's going to hold on to the truth of God and they're going to stand until Jesus comes back. That's a fact. The old time God religion has stood the test of time. Romans chapter 8 verse 37. We are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ our Lord. How many believe that? More than conquerors. Why are we more than conquerors? Because he's already conquered. We don't have to conquer it. He's already conquered. So we are more than conquerors this morning. Amen. 
The overtime religion has been tested and tried, but thank God it has stood the test and is still standing today. Can I get an amen? amen. Number one, it's been tried by the fiery furnace. We know the story. In Daniel chapter 3, verse 6 uh, through 14 and 25 and all that. Uh, but let me tell you something. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came through the fire trusting God. If you and I are going to come through the fire today, uh, we're going to have to trust God. Uh, we're going to have to put God in everything we do. Uh, you can't lay God down for a second. Uh, because if you, if, you, if you push him away for a second, the devil's going to move in and take over you. Uh, but as long as you're in the bloodline of Jesus Christ, uh, he can't cross the bloodline. Uh, so I don't care what kind of fire darts he throws up. We have the shield of faith to conquer anything the devil brings our way. Number two, it's been tried by the lion's den. Daniel chapter six. For 30 days. Somebody say 30 days. For 30 days, no one was allowed to pray. For the next 30 days, I hope we pray more than we've ever prayed. Amen. Me and my wife, that uh, the prayer that I agreed with uh, some folks uh, a couple of weeks ago, when we prayed for America, every morning we get up, we pray together. We pray that prayer and we ask God's blessings upon the church. We ask God's blessings upon America. We ask God's blessings upon the government. We ask God to just, just take charge and just do what needs to be done and let God be God in this world we're living in today. Let me tell you something. The way things are going, it's almost like God himself has got to fight a battle. But I know this morning he don't have to fight a battle. All he's got to do is just, just if he just blow a breath of air out, it'd wipe everything in this world out. All the whole universe would be wiped out. That's how strong and mighty to God we serve this morning. Just by blowing a breath this morning, he could destroy the whole universe. It's the kind of God. So God don't have to fight the battle. But you know, what, what he's done is given you and I a choice. We have a choice to make. There's a lot of people out there having choices to make. They just make the wrong choices. If they would draw closer to Jesus, amen, I've, just, I've, I've done that, I, I've showed that uh, several times. If, if, if When you and I are drawing closer to Jesus, we're automatically drawing closer one to another. That's the way it works. I don't care how much hatred, how much strife, how much envy, all that kind of stuff. I don't care how much of that you got in you, and I don't care how, how much people are, are despising this and that and the other. When Jesus Christ is the center of everything you do, uh, and when he's sitting in the center, and we as a group, and we as a church, and I'm talking about the universal church, uh, when we come together, we're automatically, when we come to him, uh, we're automatically drawing closer one to another. That's how Jesus works, through the love of God. Aren't you glad God loves you this morning? Amen. So it, it, it came through the fire. And then it came through the lion's den. 30 days, no one was allowed to pray. Nobody. Why? Because they found out there was one praying. And they wanted to come against him. So what they do, they, they, they went to the king and created a creed. You can't pray. If you pray and we find out. You, can you imagine having to go to a lion's den because you pray? If the church, I'm talking about the universal church. If the church was facing things like this today, they wouldn't have done what Daniel did. They just sit down and quit praying, most of them. Just being honest with you. There would be a few. Had not Daniel done what he done. Let me tell you something. Had Daniel not done what he done. Huh? 30 days no one was allowed to pray. And if anyone did pray, they were thrown to the lion's den. Had Daniel not done what he done. There's no telling how much difference it would be. In the way that you and I are having to live today. Because that one man. How many know one person can make a difference? You don't believe one person can make a difference. You look at the history that's going on around the world right now. You look at what's happened back in the, in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. One person created a whole lot of damage. One person created a whole lot of stuff. One person does make a lot, make a lot of difference. For 30 days, he wants to pray. Supposed to pray. But Daniel purposed in his heart to serve God and pray three times a day. Now, let me tell you something. When you do something for God, it has to be purposeful. You have, it has to be exactly. In other words, you got a plan for it. It ain't just a haphazard thing. 
you got to make plans. You've got to set it in order. And Daniel purposed in his heart. Church, uh, when we purpose in our heart to serve God, uh, no matter what's going on around us, no matter how bad it gets. Uh, I heard a preacher say this morning on TV. Uh, he said, what you need to do is stop watching the news. Uh, stop getting all that negativity into you. And all this kind of stuff that's going on. Uh, I, I have people tell me often, I don't even watch the news no more. Uh, it's so bad. It's so negative. It's so, it's so disgusting uh, to hear what they're talking about because they ain't got never got nothing good to say. Uh, but I got news for them this morning. Uh, if they was one person would stand up uh, and shout the name of Jesus Christ, uh, that would be the greatest thing that ever happened throughout the news, uh, throughout the world. But I'm glad of one thing. Uh, when I watch the news sometimes, uh, I see Franklin Graham. Uh, they put him on there and he's doing a, he's doing a commercial and they always asking the question, uh, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, pray this prayer. He'll pray the prayer on television uh, and then he'll, he'll, he'll set it up uh, that where you can write here, you can call here, you can do this, that, and other. In other words, uh, he's opened the door for people to say, this uh, is what you need. Uh, you don't need all this junk going on already. You need Jesus Christ. Uh, if you purpose in your heart to reach out to God, God's going to purpose in his heart to reach out to you in Jesus' name. He was thrown in the lion's den for praying three times a day. They found out about it. They went to the king. King, you know the creed you set forth. Well, Daniel, not only that, the Bible says he opened his window towards the king's chambers and obeyed God. Listen to me now. He didn't go hide. He knew what was happening. He knew what was set up. He knew what was going on. He didn't hide. He opened his window. He didn't get behind closed doors. He opened his window. If you couldn't see him, you could hear him. If you walked by, you'd hear him praying. You'd hear him seeking God. He opened his window towards the king's chambers and obeyed God. How many of us is obeying God today? He obeyed God and prayed. He was cast into the lion's den. But listen to me. God delivered him by sending an angel and shutting the mouth of the lions. Can I tell you something? I don't care how bad it looks this morning. You purpose in your heart to serve God. And God has shut the mouth's lines in everything you're looking at today. Them some hungry lions. Them bad boys was hungry. How do you know? They throw Daniel in there. What did Daniel do? He went over there and fixed him a little place. He laid down. He went to sleep. He rested all night in the midst of lions that were walking around wanting to get to him. Groaning. You can imagine that, that lion just looking at him and whatever the noise he could make. I wish Joey had some lines up there he could give me right now. But he, he, them lines was walking around, and they were reaching out, but they couldn't get it. Why? Because God put a wall between him and the lines. God will put a wall between you and the devil this morning. There were some hungry lines. How do you know? Because if you go read the story, you'll find out. That the king... One more time, Joel. Yeah, that's what he was listening to. But he was laying there resting. He was literally resting, hearing all that all night long. He went to sleep. In the midst of his trouble, he went to sleep. Why? Because he knew he'd already purposed in his heart that he was going to serve God regardless of what came or went. Amen? So the king come through the next morning. Daniel! What did Daniel do? Daniel shouted out, live forever, old king. <laughs> I'm okay. Everything's fine. Oh, that blessed the king because Daniel was a friend of the kings. That's why people got upset and jealous and all this kind of stuff. They, they went to the king and he, and he, and he did this creed. Uh, and that's why, because he was a, Daniel was a friend of the king. And they, they just all jealous and all upset and all uptight because they didn't like what was going on. They didn't want to have anything going on. So they said, let's do this, king. This is what he do because they knew Daniel was going to pray. Amen. Can I tell you something? You start doing something good for God, and you're going to watch the devil come across to you like you ain't never seen before. Then preacher, then I need to, no, you don't. You don't need to stay away. You need to get as close to God as you can get because that's the only place your safety is this morning. Amen. Well, they were hungry. How you know? Because the king said, hey, you boys that throwed him in, you going in. Now read the story, and you'll find out before they ever hit the ground. Before they ever hit the ground. When he threw them in that den, the lines before they ever hit the ground, 
They were on them and done ate them up before they ever hit the ground. They were some hungry lions, but they would not touch Daniel. Huh? Then number two, or number three, the old-time religion has been tried by giants. I mean, it's got some giants in your life right now. Amen? You know, sometimes the devil just, he just, he don't, he just nitpicks. You ever seen somebody just nitpicks? I remember when I was a kid, we'd always nitpick one another. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Has anybody ever done that? My don't one ever done that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially they get a whooping from, from, from Ma, Pa, Grandma, Grandpa, who it was. Yeah, 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 look what you got. And you're the one who caused them to get the whoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? You, you know, that's how the devil does. Well, the devil's been sort of nitpicking me this week. He really has. He's been nitpicking me. And I've just been praying and seeking the Lord. Got a phone call. Somebody said, Preacher, I just felt like I need to call you and tell you everything's going to be all right. I just got a feeling, they said. I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Can I tell you something? That feeling they had came right on time. Amen. They just called and said, Preacher, I just feel I just need to call you and let you know everything's going to be all right. I said, You know, I used to sing that song. Everything's going to be How many believe everything's going to be all right? Through it all, everything's going to be right. So, so the devil expect, but God knows what to do. But you know, he, he, it's being tried through the, through, 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 the, through the giants. In First Samuel chapter seventeen, verse, verses forty-five through fifty-one, I think, "Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield." This is what David said. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord. Just a little teenage boy, little ruddy fellow. It, it just what he done. He just embarrassed that giant. When he stood before that giant, John said, what in the world? Who is this all that Israel's got? Is this all they got? This little, this little punk coming up here going to get me? Is this all they got? Huh? You see, David purposed in his heart to do the will of God. The whole entire army up to the king was scared of that dude standing out, John. Nine foot tall, ever how big he was and all this kind of stuff, big dude. The whole entire army of Israel scared of him. Let me tell you something, church. We can't afford for the devil to back us into a corner. Amen. Amen. And stand in fear and all about what's going on around us. We can't afford that. And that's exactly what he wants to do. He wants to back the church into a corner. He wants to shut the church down. Amen. They're still, they're still complaining out there because ABC stores has got more rights than the church has got. Amen. Come on. That's the truth. They can go buy the marijuana. They got more rights than the church has got, according to the government. But according to my word that God give me, the word of God, according to this right here, nobody, I mean absolutely nobody, has control over the church except Jesus Christ himself. And the world needs to understand that. I have people tell me every day, family members call me and say, you better be careful. This coronavirus is serious stuff. I said, I understand it's serious, and I'm trying to be cautious. They said, I bet you have to get on your wife. Well, I said, no, my wife has to get on me a lot. Because I have that, that mask thing. It's, it's just, it bothers me. I can't breathe. But I have to be careful and be safe. I have to be safe and be careful with this stuff because it is serious. But I have family members. I got an uncle especially calls me. He said, Jerry, matter of fact, he was in the parking lot the other day and one of the church members walked up, got real close to me. He said, uh-huh. I backed out said, uh-huh. He's getting himself in trouble right there. Well, I understand all that. <clears throat> and don't misunderstand what I'm fixing to tell you this morning. I have faith in God. Now, if I wake up tomorrow morning and I test positive for the coronavirus, I still have faith in God. That's not going to hinder my faith in God. But I'm not going to walk around afraid of this junk that's going on the devil's created. And I'm not going to walk around and be afraid of it. I'm going to just be cautious be safe with it. And I'm going to trust God with it. Amen. And if I get it and I die, guess what? I'm going home to be with, to be with him in glory. It's not a demotion. It's a promotion. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be afraid of this stuff. I'm just trying to be cautious with it and let people know that Jesus Christ is still Lord. Somebody shall pray to the Lord. And it's getting more and more and more and more and more. As I said last week, Johnson County is one of your hot spots in North Carolina now, so we have to be careful. Amen. But David said, you come to me with a spear and a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord. This day, somebody say, this day, will the Lord deliver thee into my hand. 
Now, a little 17-year-old little boy, about 17, will understand what the old theologians say. About 17-year-old, little, little ruddy fellow, really good-looking little ruddy fellow, 17, just a teenager. His brother's all upset and mad with him because he came. He said, hey, what's the, what's the deal? What are y'all doing sitting down your hiding? What's, what's the deal? He said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do what the Lord wants to be done. Amen. This day when the Lord deliver thee into my hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee. <laughs> take thine head from thee, and I will feed your carcass to the fowl of the air and the beast of the field for the battle is the Lord's. You see what David's, you see what David's understanding here? David's purpose is to serve God. David said, hey son, you're not my problem. You're not the deal. It's not my battle. It's the Lord's battle because God's going to take care. And David ran. He didn't run. He didn't walk. He didn't take it easy. He was running as hard as he could run to the enemy and slay the giant with a sling and a stone and cut his head off. Amen. David knew. David was trained. He had the anointing of God in that sling, in that slingshot. He was slinging that thing. He's going, it's crazy. You know what? I just believe he just confounded that giant. That giant was confused. You know what the world was going on? Here's this little fella running to me. My sword weighs as much as he does. My spear weighs as much as he does. And here he is running to me. What the world is he going to do? So he just stood there and watched him. Let's see what's going to happen. This little dude coming. All of a sudden, pow, right between the eyes. And he fell. Took his head off. Fed his carcass to the fowls of the air. Took his head. Hey, Saul, this is what we got right here. Let me tell you something, folks. Walk under the anointing of God that God's got in you, you'll never be defeated in Jesus' name. Somebody shout praise the Lord. Number four, it's been tried by the devil against Job. How many believe Job went through some stuff? Job lost all his sons and daughters and livestock. But Job said, the Lord gave and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Everything he went through, he never, he never turned his back on God. The Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. He lost everything he had except his wife. And personally, sometimes I think he'd have been better off if he'd have kept his youngest and lost her. I didn't say that. Joe would take that out. Because when you got a wife that'll look at you and say, hey man, look at all the stuff you're going through. Look what you're going through. And you still got faith in God? What's the matter with you? Why don't you just curse God and die? Now, who needs a wife like that? Mm. I need a wife that's going to come over and lay hands on me and say, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke this junk. I rebuke everything going on around you, and God's going to take care of it and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Somebody shout, praise the Lord. Lost everything you had. Lost it all. Then Joe was afflicted with boils from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. I don't know what kind of bowls they were. But I can imagine they were hurting stuff. I don't know how many of you knew what neuropathy is. Is that what they call that stuff? You get in your feet when you're diabetic. And I said, I got it bad in my feet. My feet burn all the time, most of the time. And them things just aggravating sometimes, especially when you go to bed. That's when it wants to just do its thing. Amen? And, I, and I'm thinking sometimes, Lord, this ain't nothing to what Job went through. So what I want to do, regardless of what's going on in me and around me, I'm still going to bless the name of the Lord in Jesus' name. Somebody shout, praise the Lord. When people get sick, sometimes they get discouraged. They get all bent out of shape and down and out. No, no. You don't, if, the only thing that's going to call, help you that is don't give in to that sickness. If I gave in to these feet, I'd sit in a chair and never move no more. I'd sit right there and not do nothing. But you know what? The more I'm walking around, the less it bothers me. When I sit down, that's when it creates, that's when it starts its activity. I asked the doctor, I said, what's going on with this stuff? I said, well, I said, in daytime, I'm working, I don't notice it that much. She said, that's the, that's the key, you don't notice it. And then when you sit down at night, all of a sudden the burn, the steam, and all this mess gets to carrying on. I said, why is that? She said, because when you sit down, you're starting to notice it. When you sit down, you got the weight off of it, it just starts to activate. But they give me some cream. I just used some up the other night for the first time in a long time. I said, oh, this stuff is amazing. You put it on your feet all night long, laying in the bed, didn't feel anything. Everything was good. Some kind of pepper is in that stuff. You immediately wash your hands after you do it because if you get it in your eyes, it's amazing what will take place. Amen? But bowls from the top of his head to the soles of the feet. Job's friends, listen to this, Job's friend called him a hypocrite. Who needs friends like that? Job said, my witness and record is on high. <laughs> it's not here. This is not here. My record is not here. My record is on high. Even his wife said, why don't you curse, just curse God and die? 
Job said, yea, though God slay me, yet will I trust in him. Even if God slays me, if God kills me, yet will I, put, will I trust in him. How many is going to trust in the Lord regardless? And then Job said, I know my Redeemer liveth. How many know your Redeemer liveth? Yeah. I know my Redeemer liveth, and I know I shall see him. Amen? Then number five, it has been tried in prison. Acts chapter 16. You'll find out that Paul and Silas, 16, verse 25, you'll find out that Paul and Silas were in prison. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. After being beat almost to death, bound in prison, down in the most part, or inner parts of the prison, bound in there. Guards watching them. And I can see Silas now looking at Paul. Because I believe Paul was a mentor to a lot of these folks. They looked to Paul for a lot of things because Paul had great faith in God. I'm not saying Silas didn't. But I'm, I'm sort of want to see it in my mind as Paul and Silas are sitting there and, and blood dripping off of them. Their backs beat almost like hamburger meat. And they're both sitting there and at midnight and it cold and, and dingy in the dungeon, in, the, in, the, in, the, in that prison, uh, in that dungeon. Rats crawling. How many like to be around where rats are crawling all over you? Roach bugs about big enough you can jump on and they ride you across the room. That's where these boys were. And Silas looks over to Paul and says, Paul, what in the world are we going to do? What do we deserve to get here? Why are we even here, Paul? All we did was did what God wanted us to do. Why are we here? Paul says, Silas, just hang on, son. Just hang on. Listen to me. He said, let me tell you what you can do. Paul said, now this is just me paraphrasing. Paul said, I told Silas. Paul told Silas, let me tell you something, son. You can pray and praise your way out of situations right? like this one right here. As bad as it seems, Silas, listen to me. If we just begin to pray and praise the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we're going to praise our way right out of this. So at midnight, the Bible says they begin to pray and sing praises unto God. Go read the story. You'll find out. When they did that, all the prison, the earthquake took place. All the prison doors opened up. All the prisoners come out. The jailer over there sitting there about to kill himself. Paul said, whoa, 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 what are you doing? He said, well, these guys are out. They're going to get gone. They're going to kill me in the way I'm out. He said, no, no, no. Just take it easy. Ain't nobody going nowhere. Everybody's still here. Let me tell you something. When you have church like Paul had church, I don't care what kind of prison you are, you don't want to leave until it's over. They literally had church in that prison that night at midnight when they began to sing praises and glorify God and all, everything around them hurt them. All the prison doors opened. All the prisoners came out. Even the jailer got saved. Not only that, even his whole household. Paul said, just take it easy. Hold on. And I like it when, when people go to Paul and say, what must I do to be saved? Paul said, not only you, but your whole household will be saved. How many like to see your whole household saved? Amen. The purpose, purpose in your heart that you're going to serve God through everything. And they're going to see Jesus Christ flowing out of you instead of yourself flowing out of you. When they start seeing Jesus flowing out of you, it's going to make a difference. Somebody shout praise the Lord. It was tried at Calvary, and I'm finishing up. It was tried at Calvary. Jesus died a terrible death. How many believe Jesus died a terrible death? For you and me. He done it just for you and me. Jesus on the cross, he cried out, it is finished. How many believe he finished it? Jesus said, I didn't come to destroy the law. I come to fulfill the law. And he fulfilled it all. And now you and I are under the grace dispensation. So the, so the old time religion has stood the test of time even through the, even when it was tried at Calvary. He bowed his head and died. He was buried. But praise God on the third day he arose from the grave. He defeated sin, death, hell, and the grave. And most of all he defeated Satan himself. Aren't you glad this morning that you serve a God? That you serve Jesus Christ. He lives in your heart and soul today. Knowing that he's never been defeated whatsoever. Never lost a battle. Amen. I don't know about you. It does me good. Revelation 1.18. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold I am alive forevermore. Amen. 
and had the keys of hell and of death. Jesus holds death in his hand. Amen. Now, that don't do a lot for some people, but I'm glad he holds death in his hand instead of Satan holding death in his hand. Because if Jesus holds death in his hand and death comes to this body, you rest assured this body's going to die because that's what the Bible says. It's going to go back to dust from which it came. So, But Jesus has death in his hand. Even when the body dies, the soul of man, which is me, I'm going to still have victory. Victory in Jesus. I heard the old, old story. Amen. How he sought me and how he bought me. And how he gave his life for me. The old-time religion has stood the test of time. It's still going to stand the test of time. I can walk away from it today. I can walk out of this pulpit and they're walking another pulpit, tell God I'm through, I ain't doing it no more, forget it, I'm, it's over. I, I can do that. Just because I do that, let me tell you something, it ain't going to change not one dot or one tittle in this word right here. Somebody is going to fill the pulpit and do what God wants to be done. Hmm? Because somebody's got it purpose in their heart to do what God wants them to do. Amen? It's my desire, my will. Am I perfect? Not by no means. But it's my desire, my will, to be God's will, to do God's will, and the purpose in my heart to fulfill whatever God wants all the days of my life because that's the only thing I have that's a sure thing this morning is Jesus Christ and him crucified. Understand? Amen. So, I am he that liveth, Romans 1.8, I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Jesus said, because I live, ye shall live also. How many believe Jesus is still alive today? I'm alive today because of Jesus. When they bury me or when they cremate me, I don't know what they're going to do with me. If they cremate me, and it's just that quick. I ain't got to sit there and decay and rot and all that kind of stuff. It's, 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 it's over and over. Well, preacher, are you going to be cremate? I don't know. My wife told me if I didn't leave her no money, I'd be cremated because she ain't got money to bury me. So I told the boys at the crematory, I said, keep your heater warm. <laughs> they said, welcome. I said, but ain't no money. She said, she's going to cremate me, so just keep your heater warm. Everything will be all right. People say, well, I don't want to be cremated. Well, in the back of my mind, I really don't either, but it really don't matter because what this, this body is just dead flesh. Do what you want to with the shell. Amen. I'm out of here. It's like a preacher preached a funeral one time. He was talking about the, the dead body. He said, that's just a shell. He's using the termination. He's just using the analogy of a, of, of a shell, of a nut. He said, that's just a shell. The nut's already gone. That's what he said. That body's just a shell. The nut's already out and gone. You ain't got to worry about it. So when this goes, this nut's already gone. You ain't got to worry about it. You're going to buy it. You can't cook the nut. You can cook the body, but you can't cook the nut. Amen? So Jesus holds it all in his hands. Come to Jesus today. Ask him to save and forgive you. And join the old time religion that has stood the test of time. Now when I say join the old time religion, I'm talking about join the family of God. Because the family of God, the true family of God has stood the test of time. Amen. Some of you folks have been in this church over 60 years. Am I right? Some of you born in here. Well, not unless you're born here, but you you won't born, you weren't in this world too many days that brought you to church. Is that not right? So you've been here all your life. That's a good thing. Because you've stood the test of time. You stood, you've stood what Satan has tried to tear down and what you build up and it keeps on aggravating and aggravating, but you stood the test of time. Why? Because I believe in my heart that you got it purpose in your heart that no matter what comes or goes, you're going to serve God. Do we do everything right? No, we don't do everything right. We do what we think is right. And then after we do it, we have to back up and regroup and say, ooh, I wish I hadn't done that. I should have done it another way. I've done that many times as pastor. I said, wow, I should, have, I should have thought thoroughly through this thing and I should have done it a different way. Amen? But I've said I'm sorry a lot of times when it wasn't my fault. Just to keep peace. Is that okay? So that the old-time religion has stood the test of time. And I'm going to tell you something, folks. Whatever's going on in this world today, and it seems, I don't, it seems like it's getting worse and worse and worse and worse. 
But that's what the Bible says. In the, in the end time, it's going to wax worse and worse. You're not living in the last days anymore, as I told you. The Lord just put it in my spirit. We're not living in the last days anymore. We're living in the last hour. We're living in the last hour. This hour's fixed to finish up real quick. The saints of God's going home. And you're talking about a mess in this world. When the spirit of God ain't going to hear, it's going to show enough to be a mess. Amen. God's good. Ain't it? Let us stand this morning. With you. I'm finished up, Brother David. I want to go to the Lord in prayer this morning. If you're here this morning and you need prayer, I know we are, we are we are, we are, we're limited we're limited of what we can do. We're limited of how we can do because of this coronavirus stuff is going on. I understand that. But you know what? I believe God is with us right now, and you don't have to come here to somebody to. I know the Bible says lay hands on the sick and they shall be recovered. I understand that. But I believe God can touch you right where you are. You folks that are watching by the way of the internet this morning, I believe God can touch you right in your home, right in your hospital room, or right in your car if you're listening. I believe God can touch you right where you are. God can meet your need right where you are. You don't have to be, you don't have to be here. It's good to be here. But there's coming a time real soon, I believe, this thing's going to soon wind down and we're going to be able to come back and do church like church, like we, like we think church ought to be done. Amen. Amen. Because we got it in our mindset that we, this is the way we do it. People's got it in their mindset how things are going to be when Jesus comes back. But I believe he's going to fool a lot of people. Amen. But if you're here this morning, I'm closing up. If you're here this morning, you've got a special need, we just lift your hand. Anybody else? Remember my wife. you on the back. Anybody else? Amen. Yeah. God's good. Eh? Some of us have been through some things. We know God's good. Eh? It's a fair. Right. God's got it. Eh? God's got this mess we're in today, too. This coronavirus, God's got it. He's got it. So you that raise your hands this morning, I want you to believe and trust God about where you are. Amen. I want you to pray for me this morning. Something's got a hold of my back. <laughs> and it won't let it go. But I keep wrestling with it. I keep telling it. You're going to leave. You might as well listen to me. You're going to get out of my way. It's going to be okay. You're going to be fine. There's something right in there that's grabbed it. And it's got a hold of it. And it won't let it go. But I'm glad Jesus got a hold of it. Yeah, and he won't let me go either. My faith in him. Amen. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you this morning. We love you. We praise you, Lord. We glorify you for everything you've done. Father, every hand that was lifted up here in this building this morning, I pray the Holy Ghost of God, Father, will saturate them with the healing power of God, Father, Lord. Father, as you baptize us in the, in the Spirit of the Lord, as you baptize us with the Holy Ghost, I pray the healing power of God will just saturate them and baptize them right now in Jesus' name with the healing presence and the healing power of God. Father, from any pain, any sickness, any disease, Father, you deliver them from anything, Lord, that's going on. Father, those by the way of internet, right where they are, God, I pray the Holy Ghost of God, Father, visit them right where they are right now, God, as they're listening to us. Father, Father, even this week or next week or next month, whenever they listen, Lord, to this on podcast or, or go back into the archives and see what's going on, Lord, and watch us. Uh, I pray the same power and the Spirit of God that's here today. Uh, God's going to be with them, Lord, when they listen to it on the air, Lord, whenever they do. I pray, God, you're going to just bless and have your divine way. Uh, and, Father, thank you this morning for the healing power of God. Uh, Father, thank you for healing my back, Lord, in Jesus' name. Uh, Father, I was healed over 2,000 years ago, and I knew that. The devil knows that I knew that, so he might as well just turn loose like go because I know without a shadow of a doubt I'm healed in the name of Jesus God and Father pronounce healing on this thing right now. Loose it and let it go Satan because I'm God's property. You got no right being with me whatsoever. You got no right with your hands on me whatsoever. So in Jesus name I rebuke this pain and God I ask it Lord and I praise you right now. Father for doing what Lord what needs to be done God that we can be delivered and set free. Father in Jesus name bless all those in Jesus name I pray. And everybody said Amen. Amen. Before he sings, and then when he sings, we're going to have a meeting, so don't go nowhere. But I just want to let you know something. Brother Joe is working hard on this stuff for us. He called me this week. He said, Pastor, I said, yeah. He said, he said get your, get, go, go to the website. I went to the website. He said, let me know what you hear. I said, I don't hear nothing but you talking. You talking to me. 
I hear that. He said, well, let's hang it up. Didn't tell me what you hear. So I hung it up, and I listened to it. I said, wow, that's us. That's 89.9, I think it is. 89.9. What is Jordan? 89.9. I turn it on. There it is. We're going. So I get back to him. I said, what's the deal? He said, we're going all over the world. I said, really? Little five watt FM transmitter. I rebuke him in Jesus' name. <laughs> transmitter's not doing it. See, that's how much I understand it. The transmitter's not doing it. It's the power of the internet. The um, transmitter's transmitting just pine level city limits. Uh-huh. But if you want to hear it outside of the pine level city limits, you can go to the website or the app. And I've got an audio streaming Anytime. link there. I was walking through Lowe's the other day. I said, oh, that's me singing it. I walked by a guy I knew. I said, listen there right there. He said, I said, that's going all over the world. That's our church. I said, by the way, that's me singing. He threw his fist out and said, man, that sounds good. I said, praise God. <laughs> yeah, by the power of the internet. And that's good because he's doing a good thing. But can I tell you this? On the other side of that coin, the devil has power of the internet too. And it's amazing me how many stupid people are using it for his glory instead of for the glory of God. It's amazing to me how much church folks are using it for his glory instead of using it for the glory of God. I'm talking about church world, church world. Somebody told me not long ago, see somebody on TV singing in front of TV, praising and glorifying God. And a couple of days before that on the, on the Facebook, on the internet, whatever they did, was cussing somebody out. You see what I'm saying? On the other side of the corner, Satan uses it for his glory. Amen. No, if I'm going to cuss somebody out, I ain't, ain't going to be singing until I repent. And get, and maybe they did, I don't know. Amen, that's what I'm saying. Use everything you've got because you're living in time. Use everything you've got for the glory of God. Amen. Because the old-time religion has stood the test of time. we got tools now that we can carry further than it's ever been. And it can also stand the test of time in what we're living in right now. Somebody shout praise the Lord, Brother David. Brother David. <laughs>
Thanks for tuning in to our live stream here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Holiness Church. If you want more information about our church, go to our website, pinelevelphc.org. That's pinelevelphc.org. You can check out pictures, events coming up. Also, watch other services that you may have missed. Also, you can download our free app through the Google Play or the iOS App Store. You can watch our services live or on demand. And you can get push notifications about upcoming events here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Holiness Church, as well as check out other information that's going on here. Also, Facebook users, search Facebook for uh, Pine Level PHC, and you can like our page on Facebook, get notifications when we go live, check out pictures and other things that we post through Facebook. If you're a YouTube fan, go to YouTube, search Pine Level PH Church, and subscribe to our channel, and get notifications when we go live. You can watch our services live or on demand through YouTube. We also have a podcast available for the people who can't watch. You can listen while you drive or work. Go to your favorite podcast provider, or you can go to our website website or the app for the quick link to the podcast. For everyone here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Witness Church, I'm Joey Perry. Tune in again Sunday morning at 1030 or Sunday night at 6 p.m. and Wednesday at 7. God bless.